0: What's up guys, it's your boy Skeen from Talking Aisha and Skeen Podcast to let you know that I have convinced Aisha, (laughs) Aisha, to lace up those sneakers and come train with us. So join us for the most exciting 5K training program of the year. The Big Run 5K training program is presented by Brooks, Michelob Ultra, and our friends at Fleet Feet. This 5K training program will have you ready to conquer 3.1 miles just in time for the Big Run on Global Running Day, which will take place June 7th, 2023. Chase down personal goals, make new friends, and cross the finish line with plenty of smiles and high fives along the way. Sign up today, guys. Go to thebigrun.fleetbeat.com. All participants will receive a shirt, exclusive demos, samples, and giveaways finish your prizes, and much more. So once again, the Big Run 5K training program presented by Brooks Michelob Ultra and our friends at Fleet Feet. Sign up today. We'll see you out there. Believe me, we will cross the finish line together. Take care, guys. Peace. welcome back to another episode of talking at each and scheme podcast we are in the building in a safe space we call treetop studios yes sir so we're back guys just to let you know if you're in the car check out the flow right here not you in the black shirt no yeah if you got a coat on and there's a silver song for you ma keep driving we wanted to start the show in a different style and that's what we chose to do so we're here back so glad to be back with you guys and today's topic is fear fear what's the first thought that comes to you when you hear the word fear oh
1: my god first thought i don't know i feel like um i think of the word fear and i just like go in so many different directions so a lot of things people are fearful of in life
0: right so we kind of i kind of gave it thought this whole week about this topic of fear and um pretty much the three things we but well, i kind of broke it down into because i came across it through a podcast and reading and stuff like that was the feel the fear of failure the fear of success and the fear of judgment
1: mm-hmm. and
0: those are the kind of the three ways we want to break this uh topic down it's good for you
1: totally good by me all right it's funny when you first mentioned the fear of success to me, Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oscar, that doesn't make sense. as a topic. Why would anyone be fearful of succeeding? And I feel like I just, I gave that more thought after you brought it up to me. And I'm like, you know what? I know people who are not succeeding in life. And maybe it's because of their fears. I just started to put more things into perspective of their personalities and what they choose to do and things like that. And I'm like, Oscar's on
0: something here. Yeah, no. I mean, like for example, we'll start with the obviously the first one that comes to thought is um the fear of failure, right? So I'll put myself in this predicament right now when we were when I was thinking about doing this podcast once again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was just the fear of failure, right? Do people wanna hear what I gotta say? Especially like my friends, right? Or what are they gonna be like, what am I gonna learn from skiing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or 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 this just not happening but me asking you and you're saying no and i had to go another route that was the fear of failure trying to put this together that's why it took what almost two years to get it to where it is now Mm -hmm. so that was part of it right and we will we'll deal more with that but to start with your topic of of and we'll go sort of in reverse and jump but the fear of success so here's here's the one we touched upon it But ever since that phone call, I kind of delved into it, right? So our first podcast that we released, that's the most heard podcast that we've ever had was the first one. Yeah. No other podcast that we've done, and this is the 10th one, has come close to that. So when we did the first one, it was just like, oh my God, this is going to be so easy because it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah. And I think we shared that that conversation when I said, hey, how do you feel about blah, blah, blah. So as we released other episodes, the numbers were less, 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 less. Mm-hmm. So then the fear came in like, man, we're never going to top the first one. So now I was playing with the numbers and I was forgetting why I did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that was the fear of that failure. Like, oh my God, we're not going to achieve that number. And I dealt with that. I thought about it this week, but then I laughed at it because it was just like it, it brought me back to why did I start this? And the thing is, we wanted just to help one person. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself, right, imagine, let's say, we'll take the average number, which is like 30 listeners every time they come in, right? Or the followers on on Spotify that we have, I think it's 27. Mm -hmm. If 27 people were in this room right now, would we be like, oh, shit, this shit rocks? Yeah,
1: it would be overwhelming.
0: It would be crazy, right? Mm -hmm. But when you compare it to like... The first podcast that we did, and that number was like almost tripled. Mm-hmm. That is like, oh shit, like this,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's whack. Yeah. But in in a little space like this, twenty seven people in here, we would be like, yo,
1: we we wouldn't even fit in here. We
0: would be like, yo, this is awesome, <laughs> right? So that was part of that that fear of success. It was like, okay, damn, I'm not going to be able to. Top, we're not going to be able to top that first one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes when you get that early success, right? So I kind of. Went back and thought about like a sneaker release, right? When yeah. somebody comes in, everybody the lounge is crazy, and everybody yeah, son. Or like a grand opening to a business, or this and that. Everybody, eh. and then all of a sudden you start building that core because everybody drops off.
1: It's so, the hype. Right. It's the, the hype. hype is wild, but it's really what you, the consistency after that hype.
0: Right. Exactly. So that's why I had a focus. So I was like, okay, why, why did we do this podcast? Is to help one person and to help each other out. Mm-hmm so one two me and you mm-hmm. and then whoever wants to listen follow and stuff like that then that's on them and we appreciate it anyway but but yeah it's just that fear of oh man we're not gonna do that in those numbers that we did on that first podcast
1: but even making that statement like yeah it was never about the numbers and i think you know seeing seeing those initial numbers with that first podcast that we put out Mm -hmm. you're like oh my god this is overwhelming this is so exciting how much support we're receiving didn't expect it whatsoever right um and i know we discussed this before but that also goes with expectation right you know and even if it was at the beginning we expected a small amount of numbers and we're exceeding that right now but still like You know, you put something in your mind and you're like, oh, if it doesn't get there, then I'm a failure. No, that's not true. What's the core reason that you're doing something for? Why are you applying for that job? Why are you writing that letter? Mm -hmm. You know, why are you doing what you're doing? What is the intent behind it? If you can get that intent laid out in a blueprint and you action it, Mm -hmm. that's the start of your success. You can't, you know, slap expectations on everything that you do and say okay if i'm not there then i'm not succeeding i'm right. not winning that's not true right Exactly. there's so much more basis behind that than just these target goals that you have
0: right but that's crazy right it's just you know like like you said you never would have thought like like my fear of success like whoever thinks like that right mm-hmm. but it's true it's like if you go to sports you know a guy or a girl signs a big contract to come to another team and all of a sudden it looks like they lost it. Mm -hmm. But now they're saying, all right, they're paying me X amount of money of the stuff that I did in the past. Now I have to duplicate that. So they kind of lose their way and they don't succeed at this new city that they are. They don't live up to the contract because in some way, some way, shape or form, they had the fear of success. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people, you know, might lose their, their way. And all of a sudden their career is done. And now they're you know or you know or sometimes they'll be in a city didn't succeed there go to another city and all of a sudden boom it takes off again because maybe the expectations of living to that up to that contract that they signed
1: yeah and I think for us like the way we're describing it now it's more of a sense of fear of failure mm-hmm. but like as far as the fear of success goes I can after you know you brought it up to me and I actually sat down and thought about it and thought about some people who surround me and you know who should be doing better for themselves than they are right now Mm -hmm. in life you know i think about their personalities and i'm like hmm maybe they're afraid to succeed because they don't know what to do with that success right that's like saying someone who hits the lottery they were broke and all of a sudden they're handed you know a million dollars don't know what the hell to do with it and they're overwhelmed and you know they just go splurge it on all of a sudden they're broke again and that's I feel perfect. like that's that's a good example of fear of success. Well,
0: that is an amazing example because you read so many stories. and i've I've done this. I've gone to like the the Powerball uh, website. and I love to read the stories of how people found out. Mm-hmm. they hit the they hit the lottery. yeah. And then some of those people you come across, and then, you know, like let's say if you Google or whatever, and they lost everything and it's not like they're losing a million too much. they're losing like 47 million
2: <laughs> There was
0: one cat that lost like over 120 million that he hit right and it was just like all right you got all this money now what the hell do i do with it because now it's the pressure of not only you winning that lottery mm-hmm. now it's like you got to take care of a b c d e g all of a sudden all cousins come out the world work and stuff <laughs> yeah. instead of you saying ah oh, nah these are boundaries like even though you won the prize, but you had to w- work for that dollar mm-hmm. or whatever you put down to win, you know, to get the ticket to win. It. But then that's another that, that's another thing about um, the fear of success is if you win something, no matter if it was given to you, lottery style, right? You hit the numbers because you got to be so lucky to hit those numbers. Yeah. But even in career-wise or whatever expectation, professional athlete, whatever, some people just don't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And there was a documentary i came across um i'll probably leave it on the link it was uh, something um uh, something about but anyway uh, the whole documentary was about gold medal winners okay. they would win the gold medal right so that comes with super success you know might be you know the cover of wheaties or whatever the case is then, then when they go back home the expectation is so high to live up to that gold medal moment that some of them committed suicide you know, their life just went to the toilet because now it's like family is expecting them to, all right, you know, where's that money at and stuff like that. So it, it, it's, 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 it's a, it had me in tears. going on, like a documentary had me in tears. I was like, yo, this sucks. So no, I'm going to put it imagine. on the link so, so, you, so some of you guys can look at it. But yeah. Yeah, I want to dabble into that. I definitely will when I, when I get the name, <laughs> when it pops up <laughs> into my head. But yeah.
1: It eventually will. Yeah, it will. Um, it's funny, like you're talking about, more i guess on a, on a higher level of success but then you have people who you know are working part-time jobs as grown adults and literally not doing anything else in their life why are you fearful of applying yourself for something larger than that why are you fearful of you know not wanting more for yourself and whether that's you know financially um just as far as the title goes whatever it is why why don't you yearn for more as an individual you know a lot of people are in these positions and i don't know maybe it's complacency could be but even if it is complacency you're in this predicament because of you and nobody else right. and you're sitting here complaining about <clears throat> your financial struggle or how you're not where you want to be in life but at the end of the day if you look at yourself in the mirror you're the one in control of all these decisions and you're not making the right ones because of fear right you know it's like what do you have to lose you have all you're going to do is gain but why are you afraid of it
0: right yeah I, i think i think it's just the hard work that comes with that you know what i mean so i'll make it real simple and give you an example like the one of the most aggravating um conversations I, I could come across is when i hear two people and primarily is going to be females to be honest um when they're talking and they'd be like oh what are you doing oh, no, i'm doing this keto diet or i'm doing this miami beach diet <laughs> so basically what you're doing is you're finding motivation to succeed quickly so you want to you got an upcoming vacation you want to drop 10 to 15 pounds so you go on this on this crazy diet that success was minimal right because it's boom boom you just you don't want the hard work you just want to drink a juice or whatever change the diet and boom make it to your goal now you're on vacation that was it
1: that's funny i just had this conversation with my mom yesterday right well not really a conversation but she was like oh she was complaining she was like i go to the gym with my daughter and she doesn't leave me alone she tells me to get on this machine and get on that one i'm like well you want to lose weight you got to work for it And she's like, I know, I just want the easy way out. There
0: is no easy way out. Right, there is no. So it's it's changing your mindset, right? So now, I'll take myself, for example. Years ago, I I was running, but it was more of a body image, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: right? I was putting in the work. I was being disciplined, but the goal was just body image. Now I go to the gym. It's totally different because I made a commitment, not only to myself, but to my daughters, to stay as healthy as possible. Mm -hmm. So now the mindset changes. Now it becomes a lifestyle. Now it's become, it becomes a discipline. Like I got to get there. It's part of my life. It's not like oh, I got to eat the salad here because you eating a pizza and I got to eat this crappy salad. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a discipline. It becomes a commitment. Motivation can take you so far. but Then after that, it has to switch to discipline. Uh, putting that purpose, setting those goals and let it become your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So like when you said that, I was like, dude, that's, that's awesome. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that's exactly what it is. You want the shortcuts. You don't want to do the work, right? So I've always told people, listen, your work ethic doesn't start when they hand you a diploma. Mm-hmm. That's not when you switch that light of professionalism.
2: Yeah,
0: your work ethic starts from the first, like cleaning your room, <laughs> little simple things mm-hmm. like that. Like yeah. when you first get your first job, how do you treat that job? Do you treat it like I ain't gonna be here for that long?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause i know this is not for me but you're going to mm-hmm. learn lessons from that job everywhere you go you learn lessons if you're open to that like a sponge you're going to capture some good stuff you're going to learn some bad stuff how not to do stuff yeah but when you become a professional boom right so people that worked for me in the past when they were in their teens figuring it out and they i can tell the person that was going to be super successful when they got to the 30s and whatever and the people that weren't -hmm. And all the people that are in their thirties right now, family doing their thing, whatever. It reflects because that was their work ethic. You know what I'm saying? So quick fixes, you're gonna find yourself losing 15 and gaining those 15 plus another 15 back. So now you're down, you up 30. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully you enjoyed your vacation, but you're back to normal (laughs) twice over.
1: You You know know what
0: I mean? I feel like you hit so many points. Like everything starts
1: with you. Mm You know doesn't matter what you want to do or where your thoughts are everything is in your hands literally you have to be the one to initiate you have to be the one to apply yourself and like even with the gym before I was hit in the gym like I was one of those people mm-hmm. I wanted to be fit you know in shape as far as like the image thing goes right. too, like you said of course um but I was always lazy about it like okay I'd work out for a couple weeks or a month and I call it quits mm-hmm. But this year, I really committed myself at the beginning of the year. And I haven't been in the gym
0: for the past week against my will because some right. bullshit. Yeah. But no, no. It, it could be that bullshit. My shit. Like, this whole week for me, um, and we spoke about this when I came in, mm-hmm. it wasn't a good week for me. Yeah. And capped off on Friday, I just had, like, one of the most shittiest days I can have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Because I don't want you guys to think out there, me and each do this podcast and everything is rainbows and sunshine, because it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, every time one of the big things I I. know throughout the week or whatever i i stay in contact with each and then when i see her face to face they be like hey how was your week man Mm -hmm. you know what i mean obviously those my questioning of her will become more in depth as i get more comfortable with you yeah so we can use each other and stuff like that in a positive manner but you know you're absolutely right it's changing that mindset it is right and
1: you know since i started the gym personally like Prior to it, I had bad anxiety. Mm -hmm. You would never be able to tell, but, you know, every single day, waking up, going to sleep, anxiety, nonstop. Started the gym. When I tell you it's been gone, like, I do not feel anxiety anymore. And it's these little things, you know, you change in your Mm -hmm. life and you choose to do better for yourself and you'll just plateau from there. But you have to be willing to do so. Nobody's going to change it for you. Mm -hmm. You could be miserable the rest of your life. You could be in a financial hardship the rest of your life nobody's changing that but you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you got to put your fears aside, your ego aside, all these silly things that get in the way in order for you to elevate to the next level.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. It comes, like, everything comes, like you said, from within. Mm-hmm. So you got to find what you're missing. Yeah. Instead of busting out the Netflix, binging and shit like that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean? Go out and find it. Go out and find Like, if you run out of milk, that's it. It's over? That was the last carton? Or you're going to yeah. go out and go get more milk?
2: Yeah.
0: We're easy to go get stuff, right? We out of detergent, we go get detergent. We out of this, but when we don't have uh, discipline, we don't go get it. <laughs> we want it to be ordained. Yeah. we got to go get that discipline, find that discipline. You know what I mean? Things that we need, we don't, and when I mean spiritually, emotionally type thing, we don't go out and get. We just want to sit and be like, oh, you can pray all you want, and I pray every day, but You know what I'm saying? I put myself in that position. Like, if I pray to God, like, yo, God, let me get this, but I'm not doing the work, God's going to be like, you're my guy. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? So you got to go out there and get it. So just like you run out of cereal, go get more cereal. So same thing with you. You want health? Go get health. Don't, you know, let me get a quick fix and let me get this salad popping and I'm going to eat salad for the next two weeks like like a rabbit. You know what I mean? Because eventually it's going to fall back to all those undisciplined all those fears come back and now all right you got a quick fix and now you gained what you lost and much more
1: and you know i feel like i just have to say it because i feel like a lot of people do things in their life based on the people that they're surrounded by mm-hmm. and they're okay with that when they have so much more potential i feel like me personally as i get older i'm Slowly but surely noticing the differences between me and, you know, some of the people that surround me in my life. And I'm okay with, like, distancing or, like, letting go slowly, you know, even if it's, like, a really close relationship. The more I think about it and how different we are, not even, like, career-wise, but, like, just your mindset, you know, as simple as your mindset, like... What are you doing or right. why are you making that decision or why aren't you doing better for yourself right. like you're a grown adult you should be in a different position why are right. you not and i'm not saying oh i'm so successful in life like right. i'm doing better than no that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like a lot of grown adults in today's world their thoughts their thought processes are just weird like you're not you're not reaching for more than right. you should. You're very, like, content, and it's yeah. odd to me. And I'm like, okay, with... We don't have to be friends anymore, kind right. of thing. Because you're holding me back. Right. You know? So or you're same. upsetting me because I want more for you, and you don't want
0: more right. for you. That's Yeah, that is. I mean, I had a conversation this shit week of mine. Had a conversation with a friend, and... You know what I mean? He's a couple of years younger than me, maybe two. Maybe five. But you know what I'm saying? He's still doing the stuff that... That he was doing at 20.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, my guy, like,
2: yeah. like,
0: do you want to go to the club and get punched in the face by a 20-year-old? <laughs> Dude, you're not supposed to be there anymore, right? Like that's that's in your 20s when you want to wild out and show off and do a couple of push-ups before you go to the club or whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But now at this stage, like if me going to the club, like how that look. Mm-hmm. First thing they gonna be like, yo, who brought who bought our uh, grandpa, who brought, who brought their dad <laughs> with him, you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't put myself in that space, but just, just to make it as simple as possible. But I understand what you're saying, right? Because mm-hmm. you look around your circle and you want to gravitate to those people that have that same ambition, yes. no matter what it is, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be hanging out with somebody, oh, yo, let's go clubbing, club, man. Yo, yo, what's popping, Like, and I'm going to say... I'm not saying once in a while you don't go out to a lounge somewhere where it's your, you know, your same age type of thing. and You chill, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? 10 o'clock comes, you start yawning in IP somehow.
1: (laughs) But you gotta, like, you gotta figure it out for yourself. Like, you know, like you said, it doesn't mean you're not going out. Mm -hmm. I like going out. I love being out, you know, hanging out with my friends and stuff like that. But in comparison to some people in my, you know, friend group, they... I don't know if some of them have saving accounts you know and for me that's like oh my god what if there's an emergency like what is your plan right this is not I I don't know it just it rubs me the wrong way and it's weird like although that's not a relationship that I'm in you know romantically Mm -hmm. even though it's just a friendship it turns me off and I'm just like wow i don't know i just couldn't see myself in that predicament so to people see people that i care about in predicaments like that it really really bothers me right and the older i get the more it just irritates me right
0: yeah i guess it's just i mean some people will probably get it early in life some Mm -hmm. people probably learn a little bit later in life Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and um, sadly some people just never learn right because i've there's been times that i've gone on i back to my old block in the old neighborhood and I see the guy that was at that time an OG
2: mm-hmm.
0: compared to me, right? I was young at that time. And then I go back there and then I see the same OG. Now he quadruple OG,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because he's old, but he's still there. Yeah. Still on the block. Still doing that. And I'm like, wow, some people just never get it. You know what I mean? Or it can be fear. Fear of trying something. Fear of, of retrying something.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? Um, and... Like I've said in the past before, you're going to fail more than you succeed. That's why we celebrate the wins,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? So if I, like if I go out and coach, right, and I'm coaching and my kids lose the game, is that that's it? Close the book, I go home? No, it's okay, fine. We lost. What did we learn from it? All right, let's do better the next time. Where can we improve? And that's life. Keep keep doing it. Even if you right now and you're sitting there listening to me and your account is close to zero... Mm-hmm. there's still every minute is an opportunity to turn it around Just, i've said it a thousand times especially right? especially
1: with technology today like there's so much opportunity out there and i know okay like in some cases we could say oh technology's taking over and it's taking um jobs you know for actual humans okay but there are other ways you could make money
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and honest money right i'm not saying you know go out on the street run, yeah like, yo hit me up Do you're fucking fraud <laughs> shit. Right, no right. But, no you're right and this goes to people too it's tax season so this goes to those people who live broke all year and just wait on that tax money to come through that is not a way to live like what are you doing don't get me wrong i get excited for tax season because i know my savings account is about to go up but for all of you listening to this who live like that You really need to sit back and analyze your decisions because
0: that's not okay. Why are you cracking up? I'm sorry. The reason why I'm cracking up is like every time tax season comes around, Mm -hmm. there's one particular (laughs) gentleman that pops into my head. This man wouldn't even, this man wouldn't even wait for his Mm W-2. He would take his last pay stub in December Mm -hmm. and go with that to the tax person. He needed his money ASAP Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he still, until the,
0: until this day, he still owes me, like, 70 bucks. And this was, like, from 2008.
1: Owes oh, you 70
0: bucks? That's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not going to shout about because I don't even know. Hopefully he's doing well, but it was years ago. But every, that's why when you say tax season, first person every year, he comes. Remember those triggers that I said there?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tax? Boom. I think of him. And I'll be like, damn, I hope he's doing all right. You know what I mean? But. Yes it is
1: but it's it kills me like there's no reason for people to mean to live like that you know and i don't care what excuse there is no excuse there's something you can do to fix whatever situation you're in everyone goes through hard times just in different ways you know and okay hey maybe this week you have four flat tires next week your fucking house water heater blows and Mm -hmm. you're just always in a hole understandable i get it you know shit happens this is life but that's why we need that emergency money. Yeah, That's why we got to start setting ourselves up correctly so we don't have to <clears> rely on anybody else. And we don't have to be stressed out, depressed, and all this. We do it to ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. But, then, you know, once in a while, you, I mean, you, you, you there's going to hopefully not everybody, but sometimes you need that structure in your life to fall back. Because sometimes everybody needs a helping hand everybody mm-hmm. does yeah. you know what I mean in
1: different ways not right. Even just financially.
0: right in different ways so like for example with myself like the last two years was all about uh mind spirit and body mm-hmm. that was me the whole so those two years that's what I concentrated on right and this whole year it's financially
2: because mm-hmm.
0: the other three are pretty much solid I'll have like I said I'll have my weeks and my days where I just be like I need this fuck it fuck the world mm-hmm. you know what I mean fuck all y'all not just whatever yeah but now as the focus changes so you know your 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 life should have different chapters in it right mm-hmm. and some of those chapters you sometimes it, something needs to close on you to give you a reality check like dude you weren't paying attention to this right so now you need to that's happened
1: to play times, right in different ways
0: right so that that's just it i guess i guess it's just you know the fear of so many right mm-hmm. we broke up into so many different type of fears of 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 body image, fears of, of being stuck in the same place, fear of your surrounding people yes. that you have, right? So, yes. so many fears that we have that we need to deal with, but if you're going the right way, eventually they start dropping off because you change your aura, you change your energy around you. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, as you get older, you'll see, you'll come across maybe two, three, four, five, six friends that are your people
2: because
0: yeah. they're in that same aura and energy that you're in and you grow from them. And you be real selective of those people that come into your life as we get older.
1: Yeah.
0: That's all it is, right?
1: That is true. I feel like, you know, when I was younger and I was um, more worried about, oh, losing, you know, these friendships for silly, stupid reasons. Mm-hmm. And as I get older, I realize that these friendships have zero benefit to my life. You don't right. guide me in a positive direction. You don't you know have ambition for yourself like i want to see you do good as a friend all this stuff and if you're not checking these boxes off as a friend like in a friendship Mm -hmm. then i'm okay with losing you to be quite honest right because what benefit do you have what what are we benefiting here
0: right what are you
1: doing for me what are you doing for yourself you know
0: right because you want to grow we want to have that circle of growth,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Of development, spiritually, emotionally, whatever the whole, the, the whole nine yards, right? You want to feel safe in a safe space, exactly, right? So when you're, when you're with a friend, right? And you're with a friend and that friend feels awesome, spiritually, emotionally, you feel safe,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but you've been with those people that you've been with and you just be like, oh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden now your whole demeanor and the energy changes, yeah. the demeanor of the person that's in front of you makes you sort of get upset and that energy once again changes then you know that's the person that you kind of have to start pulling away from, pulling away from yeah. right because it's just some there's some people that you walk in you be like, A diablo mm-hmm. here we go with that shit yeah right and that's the person that has been in your life for how many years mm-hmm. if you think about it right yeah and you just got to be like ah right, man okay, you know it's time for me to go this way you go that way you know, and, and it's not mean-spirited, it's just it's for you. It's for your inner spirit of growth. Because if you're just going to keep that person, that person is just negative energy. Negative energy just draws and sucks the life out of
1: you. Yes. you
0: know? And
1: that's going to hinder you from growing, you know? And I feel like I have to emphasize this because we, we brought up finances, mm-hmm. you know, quite a few times. But it's not just about financial stability and growth. It's about everything. Yep. You know? Do you have any goals? like Do you, some people want to get married. Do you want to get married? Some people want to have kids. Do you want to have kids? Hey,
0: listen, man. Some
1: people want to be the CEO of a company. Is that what you want to do? What is your goal? What do you want to grow in? What aspect of your life do you want to see exponential growth? Yeah.
0: You want to know what my growth is right now? What am I focusing? What's
1: that?
0: Is me and you sitting somewhere at a studio and having people working for us, cutting up this tape and all that.
1: And working on this audio. Yeah.
0: I'm serious That would be dope that's, that's, what I, that's what I see That doesn't mean it's not it, it can't happen in a year Two years Three years from now
2: mm-hmm.
0: But I know we'll get there Because I can see it I can visualize it I can see you sitting Somewhere Hopefully you're not wearing All this cake in your face And all that You know what Do I mean Do I ever? No you don't Which I appreciate that <laughs> you know I We're going to talk dope. about That's going to be another subject Coming soon Cake <laughs> When keeping it real Goes wrong Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But no, but no, you, you know, you know what? I see that. I see that. That That's us. And, it, and it's work. It's dedication. It's like what you're doing right now, you're dedicated to the craft. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's what you're doing, right? You, you're doing it. And I admire that. Because there's no sense of, eh, no, no, I don't want no one. No. Yeah. It's this confidence of your womanhood. So that's awesome. Shout out to you. That'd but awesome. yeah, but that's what I see. That's That's one of my... One of my goals that I have as far as to, you know what I mean, sending him oh shit, you remember when we started? (laughs) Because now we upgraded those microphones. Yeah. Yeah, so let us know if uh,
1: you hear us any better. Because I know we have some complaints, guys. Sorry, we're not
0: a. But we appreciate all the A V
1: professionals.
0: Yeah, we we appreciate all that. But see we can use that and imagine we got that criticism and we weren't the people who we are now. That criticism probably would have said, oh, no, we can't do this. We suck.
1: Yeah, and we would have just, but no. Okay, we want to make this better, as good as we can, even if it's just a minute uh, progression.
0: So let me ask you a question. Talk to me. Where are you looking to grow in this year of 2023? Even though we're already in March, going into April.
1: I have a lot of goals set for myself. Um, I think more specifically career-wise financially however I mean, yeah that's oh, I, okay oh that's no, what that, you're telling that's, me okay yeah, oh, yeah. that's where i am mm-hmm. um, mentally and i feel like i've been in that space for quite some time now um i think for the past four years i've really been setting financial goals for myself mm-hmm. um you know i attained a few achievements you know mentally mm-hmm. i got to purchase my condo through those goals mm-hmm. Um, And now I'm really just looking at taking my money and investing it elsewhere because ultimately, and For me, this is realistically speaking. I would like to be retired by 50. Okay, no later than 50 I want to live off of residual income Don't want to work for anybody and I want to enjoy the rest of my life from that point on Mm -hmm. God willing as long as you know, I'm alive Um, So I think I continue to set these financial goals for myself and again people who surround me that don't have similar interests are the ones I'm really like looking at and questioning. Right. Is it worth keeping around? You know, mm-hmm. but for me, that's where I stand.
0: Good. Good stuff. That's awesome. And that, oh. that, that's what you're going to say. What am I? Yeah. What, what you? Mean you? I? You? Yo, answer. listen, man, I want to be a NASCAR driver. No, I like, just-, <laughs> <Listen. laughs> <laughs> just came out of the woodwork. I don't know why. I just came out of nowhere, but no, I'm glad you asked. And I kind of, I kind of delved in a a little, couple of minutes ago when it was the, you know, these last two years was all about emotionally, spiritually, and physically, right? So that was my main objective and I'm still working on it because it's a, it's a discipline. It's something that I work on every single day, but I'm better than I was two years ago, better than I was three years ago, better than I was a decade ago by far. Now my concentration is financially you know what i mean is all right what are we gonna conquer what are we gonna do what we need to do to get to to, to that level again where i was comfortable mm-hmm. you know what i mean and setting those goals and the little goals that become the big goals right because sometimes we chase a dream
1: yeah
0: and that dream might not come true but it was a dream come true uh-huh. you dig
1: yeah
0: do you understand that i
1: think so
0: Right. So there's been goals that I've set in my life that I didn't achieve, but throughout that journey I came across all these people and all these different experiences that made that dream come true.
2: Okay. Bit, you know, yeah, I mean, that so, good
0: so that's basically that's been me fine, you know, starting this year financially. It's just all right, what do we gotta do? Oh, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna achieve? And it's, there's still some some question marks there. wow. Should I return to my former profession full time? Or should I continue with this soccer stuff that's been amazing for me? Do I delve it in? So it's been a seesaw back and forth, right? And I know eventually that um, door's gonna get opened and the vision is gonna be clear. But for right now, I gotta put in that work. What am I doing on a daily basis? Am I going online? Am I, you know, challenging myself to not only learn the industry, which is the sneaker industry, continue learning technologies, as well as continuing to learn how to become a better coach. So I'm doing those things to put myself in place for that to happen.
1: But I love that because, I mean, obviously, you know, okay, you're, you know, you have a few different avenues you may want to go down, you're not sure. Mm -hmm. But at least you know what you need to do to continue learning all those avenues. And that's important. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people will say, "Oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But what are you doing to get yourself there. Right. And I feel like that's a major question.
0: And like you said, and earlier you said all this technology that we have, man, Google stuff, YouTube stuff. Like you like there's been stuff that I learned how to through YouTube. I let me see how do I get this or how do I get that? Or why and then anything you type, it could be crazy. How do you I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something, like how do you glue. The, the bottom of your stair. How do you clean a stair? Like,
1: YouTube it, University.
0: It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, you can learn anything and everything through YouTube.
1: That's how I get shit done around the house. Like, right. it's just me here. If I need to do any handiwork, I'm not about to call somebody and pay right. them mad money for something silly and dumb. Right. I'm gonna just go online, pull out the drill, and handle my business. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It might not come out professionally, but I'm gonna get the job done. You're gonna be I
0: <laughs> 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 you, you, you need stitches, but you're gonna put a band aid and we're gonna be I yeah, that
1: I, I like to think of doing a pretty decent job
0: of things. Yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing falling apart, so we Listen, good. Listen,
1: the paint is fucked up in here. And it's not because of me. I'm going
0: to completely put that shit on my
1: girl. She told (laughs) me. Shorty, you know who you are. You're going to fuck up my office. Yeah,
0: yeah, listen, man. We're not going to use you anymore. This is crazy. (laughs) When we get that whole new studio space and you want to come chill now, we ain't going to do that. No messing, no messing. But yeah, no, it's just so many fears, like I said, that we we go through in life and we try to to either work through them Mm because you're going to have to work through them. There is no fear that... You know it vanishes you have to you know lace up the sneaker the boots whatever you're wearing or whatever you want to use and, and and go through those fears and there's going to be some shit that is going to lay you on your ass mm-hmm. and there's some shit that is going to you know either destroy you
1: but that's okay yeah it's all about how you get back up mm-hmm. and if you get back up because ain't nobody gonna pick you up but you right Every single
0: time. Every single time. So think about that, guys. And we'll be right back.
1: Yerp! What's going on, guys? Ish here from Talking That Eesh and skiing podcast, That Yerk with skiing. I'm here to let you guys know that you can find us on Instagram, at Eesh and skiing Give us a follow, like our posts, get engaged. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, or Amazon Music. Go ahead, give us a follow. We're going to be dropping an episode every Wednesday morning. Stay tuned.
0: So what's up, guys? We are back, and the topic is fear. Fear, we talked about a little bit about fear of failing, mm-hmm. uh, fear of success, and we kind of dabbled into the fear of judgment. So my question, Ish was... Did you ever have that fear of judgment and sometime, you know, some point in your life or the last time you think you experienced it?
1: A thousand percent. I think, um, and you know, along the way, I'm sure I've experienced them from time to time in different aspects, mm-hmm. nothing significant that I could recall. Right. I think the only thing that I can highlight is like when I was a kid, I was always like a chunky kid and i had like zero confidence i think you know a lot of it stemmed from me being extremely shy and reserved totally different person from who i am today Mm -hmm. and um when i was younger i was a super super tomboy and i think a lot of that um, was rooted from me lacking confidence in myself you know always was chunky and i'm like uh, they probably don't think I'm pretty enough, or I'm fat, and this and that. So you always saw me in like the big, baggy white tees and just
0: with the triple X?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: with the saggy but, jeans.
1: Yeah, no, no, no not for, the saggy jeans. No, I, I understand it. It wasn't that deep, but mm-hmm. you know, just like the big t-shirts and stuff like that. And I think at that point in my life, and it took me a very long time to break out of that. Right. Um, even today, like I always like being comfortable. I'm not a girly girl whatsoever. I, I'm 32 I'm gonna be 32 this year don't you dare do it I'm not <laughs> respectfully and literally only for the what the past year I've been getting my nails done Wow. I don't wear makeup at all like it's just never been my thing you know right. and um, yeah I mean again I think for me that's like my most significant fear of judgment was what other people thought And today, at my age, I quite frankly don't give two fucks what anyone thinks about me or has to say about me. I think, you know, along the way in life, you realize it doesn't matter what people have to say or think about you. It's not going to have any effect on your life. It's not going to make you a better person. It's not going to make you a bad individual, whatever, just because they have an opinion on you. It doesn't matter as long as you know who you are in your heart. And you know that your intentions are pure. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. And it took me a very long time to realize that. But I did. And I'm totally happy with myself, you know, now. In every aspect. Like, I am happy being me. In
0: that's my skin. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's awesome to hear. Because I, I think we all struggle with that. Some way, shape, or form. Some, sometimes it could be super debilitating. hmm right because you're always self-conscious self-image and the whole It's first It's always image right um why can't i look like that person on tv or this that and the other or the law and all that all that stuff right and you gotta love yourself right i mean you hear it constantly you gotta love yourself but it's hard if you don't do the work Yeah. right there were you know many a times where i felt like oh man you know i have always like i remember my dad used to <laughs> Like when he used to pick me up in school for me getting in trouble, he would put me in the car and he would always give me the speech about, oh, you want to be a leader. You want to be the leader. You want to be this. You want (laughs) to be that, right? And that always stuck in my head because as I grew older, I realized like, yeah, I am a leader. Everywhere I go, I try to play back. Nah. Nah. I guess i don't know if it's my aura i don't know whatever it is i stand out Mm -hmm. and people pick me like hey you come over here since i (laughs) since i was young to like now i can i can try to play a little bit and be like you know what i'm just gonna play my role play here i don't want to stand out and all of a sudden it's just i don't know if they see the work ethic if they see whatever and all of a sudden i stand out to the front
1: but did you not want to stand out because you didn't want to be judged or what why didn't you want to stand out
0: I know I wanted to stand out, don't get me wrong. Well, did. I did. Okay. But once I did when I was younger, like in when I was a young professional and you know, twenty-five to I'm gonna say forty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I knew I was gonna stand out. I was gonna hide. I tried, I can't. It's just gonna come out, right? And I was always given that pressure of being a leader. Yeah. But then that also played with the judgment. Like I was always thinking, I always was wanted to be understood. Mm-hmm. Right. So everything that I did was like, I hope they understand. I hope they understand. I hope they understand. And anything I did now at the young age of 49. Yeah, you better respectfully. (laughs) Um, Like you said, isn't it? It's not about not giving a fuck. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I just don't care if you don't understand me.
1: I'm okay.
0: I'm okay with being misunderstood. Me too. Yeah. Right. That's all it is. Right. But yeah, there's been a lot of like stuff like when you put on a shirt. I remember when I was young, I used to put on a shirt and be like, damn, does this make me look chubby? Mm-hmm. Right? Because superficial, neat, right? Yeah. And sometimes I would look out the window and see, oh, the kid, you know, the, the other young youth was out. And I was like, damn, I got to walk by them.
2: Mm-hmm. And I was
0: always like, oh, chill. Do I look cool, right? That was me. And there was that fear. And then all of a sudden you didn't come out because they were, they were there. Mm-hmm. And now you were stuck in the house and stuff. So yeah, there's different levels of of those fears, right? And in this case is being judged, right? Um
1: people are mean.
0: You know what? You people are mean, but you know what? that just popped into my head. I love to sing. I can't Me too. I can't sing a lick. Me either. Right? <laughs> if you sexy and you know it clap your hand. Not you in the back still still driving the work, not you. But but here's the thing, right? The people that are that can't sing are not afraid to sing. And the people that can sing beautifully are timid to sing in front of people.
1: That's a good point. I've
0: come across so many people in my life when I'd be like, "Yo, come on! I heard you sing. Come on, let's sing!" Nah, skin, you bugging. Like, but you sing so beautiful. I wish <laughs> so I could. Yeah, like that. could that's so. Like, mostly it was girls. <laughs> you rub like, your yeah, you like
2: that. <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: But no, it was just that. It was just like you have this talent, but you're scared of the judgment. Mm-hmm. Just put it out there. That is Go true. try. Right? Like here, like, like if you would, I wanted this podcast, mm-hmm. but right, like, it's like I'm putting out this content and now it's to the point where it's just like, yo, let's just put it out, have fun. Mm-hmm. And whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens. Right? So, and I don't have no thought. Like I can sound like a complete moron mm-hmm. or I can sound like I've been the studious scholar of <laughs> so long. You know what I mean? But it doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? Some people are going to tune in and be like, yo, I like what they're saying. Some people are going to be like, yeah, be mm-hmm. <laughs> go kick rocks. And I'm cool. I'll go kick rocks. Like, I'm still doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not going to stop because you don't like it. I'm going to keep doing it because I love it. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. This is one of the things that I look forward to is recording with you and whatever topic we're going to talk about and go on a tangent and then try to reel it back in. Yeah. You know, but it's just... People are going to judge you regardless.
1: It doesn't matter what you
0: do. doesn't matter. Nope. Just do it, man. Because that person that just judged you, they're judging you because they're scared to do something for themselves.
1: And i know we spoke about that before, too.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people...
1: It's a reflection of themselves. You're a poet. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think you've ever gotten criticism. If you have, who knows. But you're not going to get criticism from another poet. You're going to get criticism from the person... Who doesn't know nothing about poetry? That's facts. So the movie critic that tells you (laughs) that movie Mm -hmm. sucks—have they ever directed a movie? Have they ever produced a movie? All they sit is they get paid to watch a movie and say yeah or nay. But you never see another director say yo that that dude that directed that that movie sucked. Mm -hmm. They never. It's always somebody that's never done what they wanted to do maybe in life. Mm -hmm. that could stem from you know envy, jealousy, or even. Just a, their own
1: fear of success. Yes, and their
0: thinking. fear of failure. Yeah. So instead of me pursuing to be a director, producer, oh, just wrong. you know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just criticize this movie and give it, you know, two rotten apples or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's why when people say yo, that movie sucked. Okay, cool. Now I'm gonna go. That that's not gonna influence me if I watch it. And I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. And then if that movie happened to suck, all right, cool. There's some movies that I think were super cool that people be like, yeah, that shit was whack. Yeah. Okay, cool. It wasn't your cup of tea. It was mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so if you out here judging, trying to be Judge Judy, trying to be the new, <laughs> trying to be Judge Dredd, trying to—I'm just trying. You want to be? Um, I'm just trying to think people with names. <laughs> All you want,
1: different judges. Yeah. <laughs> I really couldn't even tell you. What
0: I mean. What's that? what's that? the Yankee right now, Judge? I forgot his first he said name. The Yankee. The Yankee place for the year. his name is Judge but I can't remember his first oh, name Aaron Judge Aaron Judge yeah if you want to be that Judge if you want to be Judge Executioner I'm going on a tangent right now because I know he, he you, should... you
1: just you just triggered a thought in my mind and now I'm trying to find it we're talking about people who cast like uh shade yeah like yeah. because of their fear their own fears and reservations right, and I wrote something a little while ago and I'm trying to find it here so I can share it with you guys while Oscar's going off on his own little tangent
0: and I'm not thinking of anything. If you're sexy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're sexy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're sexy and
1: you know it. You you know... I'm
0: just waiting for her to say, I got it. OK, uh-huh. I think I got it.
1: All
0: right, we're back from commercial break. Go back. Okay.
1: So I think this is the one. Oh, damn it.
0: If you sexy and you
1: don't know <laughs> <laughs> Oh here it is. Got it. Okay. So I wrote this one back in December also and it's just a thought I'm gonna share. This is not the gem. Oscar has the gem later. Okay, so really quick I wrote this. I said, Why do we cast stories unto others? You're unfamiliar with the circumstances of those around you, yet you project your insecurities into the lives of others to reflect positive energy about yourself. Back into your own mind. And that's your unconscious idea of self-love. Why? Sit back and really reflect because I think more people than believe have this personality trait. It's okay to feel what you feel, but projecting it onto others instead of working on yourself is not a route of healing.
0: It's beautiful. I love it.
1: I feel like that has everything to do with what we're talking about right now. And I just felt like I had to share that.
0: That was awesome. Please. I'm glad you did. And I hope some of you guys got that essence, but it's just... You absolutely nailed it. You know, the fear of judgment, right? So if I would have if I would have, took that fear of what are my friends are going to think like, like I told each off when we were on a little commercial break from the sponsors. <laughs> we're making it happen out here, yeah. But it was just, we were talking and I told her it's just like, you know, there's a million, million podcasts out there. A million. That doesn't stop me from putting out my content.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's like, we know a million singers throughout the life. And there's another singer coming in that's winning best artist of the year. It didn't stop them from putting their content out there. How many times you go on Instagram or TikTok and see some new ass on your screen Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or somebody telling you, hi guys, this is what I eat in a day, right? But they putting out their content. They don't, they're not, they're not caring. They'll have their own insecurities. So why can't I put out my content out there? Why can't each share her poetry? Here and, and on her own as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's you Do your shit. Forget who's going to judge you. If they're going to judge you, let them judge you. So what? You know what I mean? Let them think what they want to think. They got to do some personal growth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're going to continue getting better microphones, getting better computers, getting better this. She's going to keep really writing poetry. I'm going to keep doing my soccer thing. Because nobody's going to tell me what and what not to do. The only one that could tell me that is me.
1: You literally have one life to live. And are you gonna live that life in constant fear of what everyone has to say about your ideas and your, you know, dreams? No. You go out there and you fucking do what you wanna do. Cause nobody else is gonna build that up for you but yourself. So forget everybody else's, you know, thoughts of you and whatnot. Cause obviously it's a reflection of themselves.
0: Every insecurity is, right? Mm-hmm. Every insecurity that you have, that you have, that I have, is a reflection upon me. Mm-hmm. Is the the work that I have to do for my spirit, mind and soul to get better physically, get better. Right? There's some there's some fear out there, going back to keeping it simple, to the gym.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When people walk into the gym, their fear is Are sometimes overwhelming because one they don't know how to use a machine and they're scared to ask for help they see buff daddy in the corner you know what i mean (laughs) just (laughs) yakking up way (sighs) (laughs) or they see the girl that's there you know doing it for the gram and whatever then there's people in there if you if you look for people they will help you there's people in the gym that i've come across that i know they're about their business girls and guys they're there they're focused headphones on and they're just stone cold. They look like killers and they working. And I know when I'm there, if anybody's ever seen me at the gym, I got the stone cold face. Boom. I try not to make eye contact with nobody because, you know, Ooh, he's a creeper. Nah, I'm about my business. Mm-hmm. And I've got tapped on the shoulder like, oh, yo, I like your kicks or yo, yo, um, can yo that that thing? Does it really work? And I've done it vice versa. Like the other day, there was a young man. I've seen him at the gym constantly. He just goes in there and puts in work. And he was doing the exercise that I was doing. And that's when I started seeing a little growth development in the biceps. But <laughs> that being said, I gave him his kudos. I am like, dude, I did that same exercise. And then I started seeing him change. Mm-hmm. So I just want to give him kudos. He was like, yo, I respect you. I thought, that was it. But if you look for help at the gym, you will find it. Mm-hmm. But you got to look for that help. And that goes back to those insecurities. You got to find that help within yourself or extended people that, that are in that circle that you want to grow in.
1: And you if you look for fear at the gym you will also find Yeah. It. I when I go to the gym with my mom, I see I always see a bunch of bitches in there that are just in there just to look cute. Well in front what of you, the Where
0: gym you go to? Planet? I'm there. The
1: <laughs> I'm playing that. <laughs> <Holler. laughs> and it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. Like, okay, if I was younger, yeah, I'd probably be all self conscious, like, Oh my god, I don't look like that. Right. Da-da-da-da, whatever. But nope, I'd be in there focused, rolling my eyes, because they'd be in there in the mirrors, taking pictures, not working out, just in the way. That's all it is. In their fucking tight, half naked clothes. I'm like, are you kidding me, Oscar? What happened? (laughs) No,
0: because not the reason why I laugh, because the same thing. Like I tell my brother in law, like when I come from the gym, he's like, yo, I was the gym? Like today was just packed. It was mad beefcakes in there. (laughs) And the beefcakes is just the guys, same thing, the reverse, the guys that are there 10 deep and every set they do <laughs> they just jack i hate it. Right. it
2: so bad so
0: sometimes if they see me i, I straight laugh i just start laughing like Wait, yo funny. this dude is crazy like there was one dude that's how i remember i posted a long time ago can you be swole and fat at the same time i guess it was some superficial shit but what i saw was this guy had the massive beer belly <laughs> here we go but you know what yeah it is what it is man but the thing <laughs> It's not, listen, guys, it's just like, oh, they go, oh, no. It's just he had the beer belly, but he was walking like he was jacked. And I'm saying, but dude, why are you walking like that? What's going on? I swear yeah, I swear to God, my man had the beer belly just walking out like, ugh. Like he was a mix between Schwarzenegger and Fat Boy, Like, you know what I mean? Anyway, but it's just sometimes if you go to the gym, you'll find comedy relief. But, you know, just to get back to being serious and being professional, um, Don't be fearful. If you go out looking for fear, you're going to find it. But if you go out there, and it could be as simple as a walk to the gym, a nice, you know, learning how to run. Mm -hmm. Like, Isha's about to conquer this 3.1 in June. Yes, sir. But I'm going to be there for her every single step of the way. Um, But if you find that help, you're going to get that help. But if you just decide, like, nah, I'm not going to the gym because they might be laughing. and no, Nobody's paying mind to you unless you're trying to walk yoke when you're not and you make an ass of yourself. People are going to look at you. But if you go about your business, put your head down. There's a lot of people. I go to Planet Fitness as well. Damn, I should have said that because we don't get paid for it. But, <laughs> but the Planet Fitness that I go to, I've seen people in there putting in massive work. And you can tell they're starting their journey. And they're in there, and I, and I, you know, like I said, I don't like trying to make eye contact with nobody, but I try to bring positive energy. So there was one dude, real overweight, but he in there putting work. He's dripping in sweat. He's doing his thing. He's trying to do burpees. He's trying to, but he's trying. That's the thing. And I'm there doing my ab work or whatever, and we made eye contact, and I gave him the big thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? And he gave me the little salute sign, like he appreciate that. but it's just no communication that was the only communication we had no words it's just thumbs up and my man was there boom gave him work so i don't know you know obviously he gave me the salute sign and then he went back to i don't know he had maybe two three more sets Mm -hmm. but if you do your stuff man do your stuff Mm -hmm. it's for you if you're doing it to go on vacation then you're doing it the wrong way but if like i said before when we first started if you're doing it for discipline to change your lifestyle. Get ready to put in the work. Yeah, I've talked to people and like, dude, how long you been working out? Oh, I've been working out for like 10, 15 years, OG. I could see it because mm-hmm. the reflection is there. When I look at their arms and something like, oh snap, yeah, he put in that work. So I know if I continue to put that work, mm-hmm. by the time I get to year 10, if I stay in that same steps and, and the discipline, I'm gonna look yoked. You have to
1: have intent that's, with that's everything it. that you
0: do. Definitely indeed.
1: That's a thing. Huh. I feel like it took me a little while to realize that,
0: too. Like, So you're going to be just walking around the gym yoked up? That's
1: crazy. <laughs> I'm not about to look like that.
0: <laughs> uh, but you not. that's another fear, right? Women be like, oh, I'm, I am lift weights. I'm going to look like a man. You can never look like a man unless you're shooting up steroids or testosterone. Then you look like a man. But you're in there putting in work. There's one lady, my gym crush. I'll keep it. I'll keep it on <laughs> But she goes in there. She's about her business. This woman is about her business. Her arms are toned. Everything's toned, but she's there about her business. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: There's no way in hell she looks like a man. Mm -hmm. That's 100% woman. She's just tone, taking care of herself. And that's a, that's the thing. Yeah. So I use that as... There's a couple of people in the gym that I use as motivation. Like I see him. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing here. He put in work. I'm going to put him work. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case is. So you feed off that energy of people around you. And like you said, coming back full circle to the mm-hmm. people that are closest to you. And they're in that same energy. Yeah. You're going to grow from that. Love right?
1: That. And it's up to you, honestly, at the end of the day to uh, gather your thoughts eliminate all the negative you know from around you whether it's people or bad habits whatever it is uh, just to see yourself progress in different aspects of your life again financially relationship wise personal goals whatever the case may be it's up to you to weed those things out do it with intent and just simply do it do it for you and nobody else If if you're 60 years old and you want to go back to school, do it. If you're 40 years old and you want to start your own business, do it. It's never too late. Just do what you want to do for you. Forget all the negativity from around you because that's, again, a reflection of those people that's being casted onto you because of their own insecurities. So don't let that control you. Absolutely pointless. It's only going to hinder you. With that being said, Oscar, if you have any final thoughts and if you can uh, hit us with the gem, sir.
0: The gem <laughs> is brought to you by Talking to Asian Skin Podcast. But no, just to, just to wrap it up, like I asked Asian, one of the first questions that I asked her was, what are you looking to grow this year? Right? That's the question you should ask yourself. What are you trying to grow this year? It could be, like I said, spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially whatever it is, a relationship that's no longer what it used to be. It could be that. Whatever you want it to be, ask yourself that. And with that being said, this is the gem. If you want to go three steps forward, you must go three steps deep. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to us. We super appreciate every second, every moment that you let us be part of your life. We surely appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Peace. Peace. What's up, guys? It's your boy Skane here. Back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Tree Top Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes & Nobles. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes & Nobles. Get your copy today.